Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts. The Good Motherhood with Ailey Wells, Lauren Kerr and Ash Reid. Welcome back to The Good Motherhood. In today's episode, we are going to be ranting about husbands and homework and we're going to be chatting about sexomnia and sleep paralysis. Let's go. I just wanted to have a wee bit of a rant. Sometimes I quite like when we sit down and just let it all out, honey. I love that. Put it in the book. It's always funny how you start off and you go, I don't know if I've really got anything that's annoyed me this week. And then by the end of it, we're like 50 minutes in and I'm going, guys, could you stop? (laughs) I know. That's enough now. (laughs) I'm going to go for one, right? One thing that Fraser does really, I just am not on board with at all. He will make the bed, right? First of all, I have a rule. I feel like anyone who's last in the bed has to make the bed. Yeah, that's a when it's left for me, I'm like, oh, thanks for that. But no. Mm-hmm. But Fraser makes the bed, right? So I do the bed covers, like your usual duvet, right? So that goes on. Then the two pillows that we sleep on, plus the two display pillows, mm-hmm. plus the nicer, bigger display pillows, and then two other ones, and then one in the middle. Yeah, so there's, like, there's quite a lot of pillows, right? So you can do that. But I would say that's the most difficult part, surely, right? Uh-huh. Does all that brand new will not put on the bedspread, leaves it on the floor. I've got like a big massive bedspread. So like, yeah. see when your covers look crushed, uh-huh. this is like a velour thing. So it just makes it look perfect and perfect. Yeah. Yep. He doesn't put it on. He just leaves it folded on the floor. I'm like, just throw it on. And it honestly irks me to the core. Just do it. Don't think about it. Put on the bedspread, And spread, it takes please. seconds. Also, stop it being does. a pure half job. Just do it till you're finished. See, the, the half job thing is actually what I say to Andy all the time. Stop doing half a job. Just finish it. See, when I say to him, can you get the kids ready? See, I'm like, right, I'm going to shower. Can you get them dressed? And then I'll take them, right? I'll, I'll come out and I'll be like, Andy, are they ready? Uh, Marcus is ready. He just needs his toothbrush and socks. And uh, like Oliver needs a jumper on. Like, so no then. <laughs> it's not ready then. Because that's part of getting ready and it's not done. Yeah. We're at 70% now. And I'm going to now do the rest because I've managed to get myself ready. But they'll be doing, they'll do that and they'll be sitting on the bed and they'll be like watching something on the phone. I'm like, you haven't finished what I asked you to do yet. Oh yeah. And now I'm going to have to do it. And that's now no longer helpful. Uh, (laughs) Exactly. It's so frustrating. Task incomplete. That is the one thing that annoys me the most is having to finish off something that someone else was meant to do. Yeah. Like that's so annoying. That's like me with the bed, hun. Uh Do you know what? Right. So see, um, throwing Chris into the fire here now. When I'm doing something and I don't finish it because something else has come up, like somebody needs the toilet mm-hmm. or somebody needs the, their nappy change or something, and you're going back to the task and then they come in and finish it, but when you're not finished doing it, yeah. something else has come and then they take all credit. Do you know what? I've got a very well, when they do the 20%, they do yeah. like the last 20%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you could have cleaned the whole kitchen, but you just hadn't finished sweeping up the floor yet? Haven't, yeah, haven't put the, the, the dishes away or something like that yet. He'll come in, do it, and then it's as if he's done it all. No. And when you walk back in, he's like standing in the kitchen. The kitchen's pure gleaming. He's got a big smile on his face. Oh, no, like, not like what I did. It would be more of a rage face, <laughs> as in, like, I've had to do this. <laughs> the inconvenience, the audacity. Yeah. Do you yeah. know one thing that really annoys me about that? I've got something really, really similar, right? If we are, you told me a funny story about this the other day, like, that's pure made me laugh ever since. See if I am tidying something up, right? Like, for example, if I'm hoovering and I'll go, right, I need to do this, this and this and he'll go what can I do to help and I'll go just one of those things he'll go right okay and he takes the hoover off of me and starts doing it and he'll go just you go and do that thing that was on your list I'm like no but this is my thing I'm doing uh-huh. why are you budging in to now do this Yeah, it's not helpful do yeah. something else but you told me a funny story about when you lived in your flat with Andy and you were like right this place <laughs> needs gutted 
Tell us, sorry. Yeah, so we were going, we were like, right, we're going to just do a big two hour clean. I think I just got in from work and I was like, right, we're going to start cleaning and we're going to clean for two hours. And whatever it was I had to do, I think I had to jump in the shower. I just had to get changed for us to start cleaning. And I came back into the living room and Andy was just sitting on the couch. And I was like, why are you not cleaning? He was like, I was waiting for you. Waiting for you before we get started. Before we get started. <laughs> we need to start at the exact same time. Otherwise, it's not fair. How like ridiculous him. is that? He needs the moral support. I just love that in his head. He's obviously thought, shit, I need to come up with a good excuse and uh-huh. that's what he gave you. But he does, he does have like a, and I always say Sandy, he has got a thing where it needs to be even. Like, see if we're cleaning, it's like, um, say for example, he was like doing the dishes or something. He'd go, see, will I do this? Can you do this? Oh my God, Fraser uh-huh. does this. Fraser does this all the time. I'll say, go and do me a wee favour. Can you take that washing up the stairs and I'll stick it away later? And he'll go, yeah, that's fine. Do you want to just go in? and he'll give me a task? I'm like, why is it a one for one? Uh-huh. Stop it. We don't need it's to do It's no that. longer helpful for me when you give me something in replace of the thing that I don't want to do. Uh-huh. And I can't do it because I'm already doing something else. Yeah. Like there's a reason annoying. I asked you to do that is to, uh-huh. so that I can go do something else I don't need I'm not looking for something to do or else I just have done it myself no because I feel like in my house and I know you guys will be the same it's almost like you're taskmaster in the house because yeah. we're in it that much with the kids yeah that when they tell you to do something you're like no that doesn't need done today that'll get done tomorrow at 11 o'clock when they're sitting eating a box of raisins yeah and this is happening don't don't tell me when have you not seen that um, TikTok and it's talking about how like say you've got people coming around in half an hour and you need to clean like you're doing a really quick tidy up and I'll be like running about and I don't know cleaning the floor wiping the tables putting stuff away and Andy's also being part of this speed clean but he will do something that's completely unnecessary like, like kitchen or something. organizing the cutlery door yep just so he's busy so he's busy and he's still cleaning nobody's going to see that do you know what I mean? Do the mean draw. Are you, are you oh, that would really horrified at that, Ash? That would really annoy me. That does me. annoy me. I'm so glad you feel the same. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Andy makes me feel like I'm like pure over the top with things like that. But that is, that's annoying. It's like, that would be like him folding his pants that nobody's <laughs> anywhere near it. Nah, not up for that at all. Chris folds his pants? I bet not, not in the speed clean. Uh-huh. Sorry. Do you know what really pisses me off? What? Is this just a husband, is this just a, can't even have a husband rant because... Not everybody's got a husband in here. <laughs> anyway, um, when he says that he's going to do the nursery run and then that morning or when we're going to bed, he'll then go, can you just do the nursery run tomorrow? And I'm like, I'm not prepared. No, you need, yeah, you need to get all your stuff ready. I'm not prepared for it. And I've got a hair wash. Like when you know that, that he's going to take Nora to nursery and I just need to get Jack out and then I don't need to leave by nine o'clock. That does Chris, off. does Chris get everything organised the night before? No. If he's doing it, no, he leaves that to the morning. It's me that gets everything organised. It's me that hangs all the kids' clothes out. Me. It's not it's fair. Me. That isn't fair. What about, I've got on my list, um, this, I don't know if everyone does this or this is just an Andy thing, but he does it all the time and it honestly makes me so angry. Andy will stand at the bottom of the stairs, right? And he'll go, Ailey. And I go, yeah. And he goes, Ailey. And I go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll say nothing. Walk away. Is he just having a joke? No, he does it. And then I, I'll come downstairs and he'll go, I shouted on you. And I'm like, I know, I shouted back. Honestly, I have the exact same thing. And I go, if you need, I like just turn around to my mum and go, if you need me, you come to me. Yep. Stop shouting my name. And it, honestly, I can feel the stress hormone uh-huh, flooding. Exactly what I get like veins. as well. I get so, because I think, <laughs> so see bad. if you shout on me, right? 
there's no way they, I also think there's no way you can't hear me because it's a small house and I'm shouting down the stairs like I'm at the top of the stairs and you're at the same level uh-huh. he's at and you can hear him but so surely the voice will still travel if mm-hmm. you've shouted that many times and I'm not answered just come up the stairs and get me then yeah. don't leave me in a cliffhanger and I'm just sitting here waiting but it's funny you say that about the mum thing because my mum used to do that if we would shout in the house and say like mum should we go I'm in the kitchen yeah and you'd be like I'm not yeah. asking where you are I want, I want you to, like I want to have a conversation through shouting. Yeah. <laughs> but now that's what I feel like. <laughs> I want to have a conversation through shouting. Ma'am, yeah. <laughs> but that's what I feel like now when people shout on me, I just think, come get me. Just come downstairs and t- we'll talk. Yeah. Do you know, I actually get to that point as well in the day where I just feel like I've spoken so much and had to hear so much that I just don't want to hear anything. Yep. Do you know, do you just get that? I feel like more recently, since both my kids speak a lot as well, like me and Fraser actually sat one day and watched them and I was like, just watch this, watch this. There's no breaking conversation. Yeah. Watch, and he talks, and then Ella will talk. Charlie will talk. Then, then they'll talk about like their toy they're playing. They'll be in ro- like doing role play. Yeah. So that toy then talks, and then it'll be like Ella, and she'll be like, two minutes. I'm just doing my my toy, and then it just becomes a pure constant chatting conversation. Yeah. And no one's doing anything wrong, but I just don't have any moment of silence so yeah. I feel like my brain is always now like anyone else's kids you wouldn't even you'd zone out yeah. I'm always zoned in in case something happens that I need to then know what happened in that conversation mm-hmm. oh no see I can zone out from my kids I can't I am always in zone in, in tune knowing what's going on so I can be like no 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 wait a minute you just said two seconds ago you'd give him that back or whatever yeah. I need to know see there's one so the girls have started role playing now with we that's our that's our favourite like we figures and stuff and it is so cute but They'll play like mummy and baby and they'll constantly shout mummy. And I think they're shouting on me. So I'll go, what is it? Even though they're right there. And then Nora will lose it. I go, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, that's fine. That's fine. And then they'll keep doing it. And I've, I've then realised this is what this is what they're playing though. Chris then jumps in and starts getting really angry that they're shouting. I'm like, they're fine. They're playing. I know they're playing a game. Like just chill out. Or if the baby in the game is crying, yeah, and then you go, "What's happened?" They're like, "It's just in the game." Uh-huh. That's the way. They yeah. It's just in the game. Or I'll go, "Charlie, don't speak tell like that." And he goes, "No, it's in the game." Yeah, that's the excuse for everything. It's in the game. And you remember Mom. what it was like when you role played? Yeah, you did. You yeah. got right into it, right into character. Yeah, as if like, can you actually hear what we're talking about? Because we're in this other world. Maybe that's what it is. They don't think that you can hear. No, it's so funny. So Some funny. of the stuff they say is hilarious. And when they clock on that you can, you can feel the wee eyes like drawing up to look at you, and then the wee smile as if like, Aww. oh god, she's watching me. <laughs> I know. I hate that. I hope I never embarrass them with that because I want that to last as long as it can yeah. without it being weird. Yeah. Marcus's wee thing now is like. I don't know if I told you this actually, but it came out of nowhere. He was in the bath all over and I think he was splashing the floor. Whatever it was, he wasn't listening to me. And I was like, if you splash the floor again, I'm going to take you out. And he splashed the floor. I went, right, out you come. And I went to last and he went, no, I'm going to put mummy in the bin. Oh, yeah. And I was like, sorry. <laughs> and I just burst out laughing. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, where did that come from? But Oliver was laughing as well, right? Because it was so random. It just came out of nowhere. And that's his thing now. So he says it all the time. As soon as he gets into trouble or anyone says anything, if he's in a bad mood, he'll say, I want to put mummy in the bin. Or he'll say, I want to put daddy in the bin. So see when they do their wee role play thing, see if somebody's in trouble, it's, I'm going to put you in the bin. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> oh, gets put in the bin. So it's like such a, like, that's such a sweet one though. I know. It's I hear them the talking and thinking, if you're playing mummies and daddies, is that like, actually the first person you think of is me and your dad. So whatever them characters are saying, is that what we say? Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. 
Surely, like surely the script is basically previous events. Do you ever wonder what your kids say about you, like out with your house, like say they're in nursery, if they're doing like mums and dads and they're like repeating things that you say, it makes me cringe. I'm like, oh my God, what if they're absolutely taking the piss out of me when they're in nursery? Yeah, what, what, if, they've got a guy, what if they've got a wee guy that's like Andy and then a wee woman up the <laughs> stairs and it's going, Ailey, Ailey, what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> What if that's what they do? Uh, is the wee person going, <laughs> you like my wee, like people? <laughs> <laughs> my wee finger people? Or if it's just like a wee mum going, why are you organising the cutlery drawer? <laughs> <laughs> They're coming in half an hour. This is a speed clean. I'm just waiting for you though. <laughs> I'm going to put you in the bin. <laughs> that's the best. Oh. oh my God, give me another rant then. What's something that one of your guys said that just, or not even one of the guys, it doesn't even need to be the guy. we just instantly make it husband related. Know, but oh, can I go for a rant? Right, this isn't even like, uh, this is just like a whole um, system thing. I hate homework. Oh, I've not had to what do that. What is yet. the need? I am so sorry but if this offends people, but I don't really care. I hate homework. When they're in primary one and two, they're there all day. What the fuck else do they need to learn when they go home? No, but yeah. that's what the, there is a big, I feel like I'm always saying this, there is a big debate. There is um, a lot of schools that have banned it now because they're saying whatever you can't learn within the school hours, sh- like that's not what your home life isn't there for. Uh-huh. And also they're encouraging kids and saying you should be doing more activity, physical activity uh-huh. and kids are so low because we don't go out to play the way we used to and all that. And then what you're saying is actually you've got like, even if it's half an hour, half an hour post school time is a lot of time because yeah. you've only my kids get bathed and not last night right enough, but my kids get bathed and are usually upstairs we're reading or whatever at like I don't know, quarter past seven, half seven, right? Yeah. So if I've picked them up at three o'clock, by the time we get home, it's half three. I've got four hours. There's a dancing run in between there. There's literally life in between there, walking dinner, the dog. Dinner, dinner. yeah. Bath time. Like, You've where am I fitting time that? with them as well. Ah, and I don't think that me sitting there going, right, here's your words you've got to do. I do like doing like the reading. I think that's good because I like to see how she's doing with our, our words and our books and stuff. But, 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 do you but. not just think how dirty the reading books are? I know, bulk. And it's the fact they need a plastic cover on them. Yeah. I'm like, you must be manky. How many bogeys are on them? I know. Are they reading my... books that all the kids have used? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh God. It is disgusting. But even like that, I think to give them a book and say, you've got your book at night, you can do that at bedtime. And yeah. it means that parents, apparently a lot of the reason why they do homework is because they want parents to interact with the kids. But then they say that the kids should be able to do it on their own. Why should they? Why should they have to do more at night time? They've been there all bloody day. And this is the thing, you go, it's not fair on teachers because, no joke, not a pure violin moment. My mum was a teacher when I was at school and when I was younger, I never see my mum for, she never get in from work until seven o'clock at night. Then she'd be sitting marking for ages. I'm like, these kids at this school see my mum more than what I do. She spends more time with them. And on a Sunday, she's catching up with housework. It's not fair on them because the teachers are having so much to do. Yeah. Um, the homework as well, that's all very good and well when you're sending them home and it's like draw a picture of a house or something yeah, like that. Yeah, creative, something See, like that. See, yesterday, Jack got a um, maths sheet home right now. Jack is incredible at maths. I'm not blowing yeah. his own trumpet. He it's is like a very numerical little boy. Like he is so on it. And he kept coming down the stairs and I'm going, if he is consistently asking me for help, he's not understanding this. Yeah. The, the figures that he showed me, luckily Chris was at home with me as well yesterday. I'm going, you can't do that in your head. They were to do it mental maths. It was like times and decimals and stuff. And Chris is looking at me going, at what stage of his life is he ever going to need to do this without a calculator? Yeah. 
I know. Why are we sending so him these stupid se- sheets that he is getting himself so worked up about and so stressed about because he wants to get it done. Like Jack's really good at coming in going, I want to get this done out of the way so I don't need to do it for, you know, the next day or whatever. And he couldn't do it and he was getting himself so wound up, which then just the whole atmosphere and the whole mood in the house changes. And he's tired. He's been at school uh-huh. all day. He's been up since like probably what, half, seven, eight o'clock in yeah. the morning. He'll be tired. I honestly, I'm so against it. And I think they should bring in homework when they're at high school and go, right, this is the, now they change from primary. You've now got your homework to mm-hmm. do at night. Whatever they can't fit in in the day, if, or, or even if someone needs extra help and they contact parents and go, listen, I've given them a wee bit extra to do because mm-hmm. they're not really catching up in class. And I just think it's maybe for the next couple of weeks, if we can do a couple of things a, a week with them at home, it would really help or whatever. But to send them home with more to do, I just think, no, give them time with their siblings, let them get time out to play, let them get into clubs. It's not helpful. Or it's actually not, it's not helping them. If we're going to do a... a bit of homework where has like the projects gone yeah like I used to love that see when you got like a project and it was like make a rocket or like do the Victorians or we did one and it was um Egypt I love doing stuff like that because yeah, it was too. so fun and like everybody could get involved but sitting down doing math sheets and stuff that they're already doing for an hour in school a day is their minds are just wandering. It's not. It's not helpful. You would want to do that we, after school, which, after yeah. your own work. Yeah, imagine if you did a ninety-five. You would want to go home and then have more work to do at night. Especially when at school they're given. I don't know about you guys. You're set up right, but Ella's school certainly, and I love her school. I'm not poo-pooing it whatsoever. I spoke to the, the teacher, and she's like, it's just compulsory across the board that they yeah. need to do homework. It's not hard decision, but because I did ask about it, but I just feel like at primary two for her as well. She just needs to have. See, when they come out of school, there's a reason why they all run because they've been sitting there so institutionalised for like six hours of the day. Obviously, they've had breaks and all that, but they need that freedom. So mm-hmm. to then go, by the way, you need to get back into that zone that you were in two hours ago yeah. at home. Nah, home's a safe space. You can do that when you're older. I'm just not up for it at all. No, I agree. I yeah, should no, do it back the project or even like the show and tell things that I think are going to really encourage kids and or even impact them well in their older like childhood like even their teens or whatever talking get them to go home and pick something to do a show and tell yeah like presentation uh-huh. skills and stuff like that ah, just literally but this is my toy this is what it does I really like it I've spoke to 20 people in my class today about yeah. it in front of everyone and no one else spoke I think that's more impactful and the thing is as well like unfortunately not every child has somebody at home that is willing to do the homework first and foremost yeah. or is equipped to do the homework like some of the stuff is difficult mm-hmm. and also I suppose what they'll have done I personally I think is when the whole show and tell thing's been removed is like somebody might come in and go here's my xbox and then somebody else comes in and goes well here's a thimble do you know what I mean it's like yeah it's trying that's to life cool. that is life as well like that is you're going to have that as you grow up where people are going to somebody's going to have a mini and somebody's going to have a Lamborghini like that's just that is life like so do we then put them in cotton wool so much where we go there's always there's always everyone's a winner there's no winners and losers yeah and everyone's, everyone's the, exact the same, same. That but that's not true is the worst thing ever no sorry if you come first you're first yeah, yeah. second second third third the rest is you don't get a you don't get a sticker yeah, yeah. Need, that's the thing they need to teach them that you need to yeah. teach them you need to learn to lose uh-huh. yeah competitiveness drive yeah. all that that's a good thing that whole thing of taking away winners was mental I take it they stopped doing that now haven't they well, do you have winners again where's the sports days we've not any bloody not sports, any. sports no, that's days true. so we don't really know another thing that annoys me 
We still can't go outside for the Christmas markets this year. What? Is that about? There's no Christmas market in George Square. Nothing. No lights. You are even. joking. Well, I swear. So there's lights. There's, there's no, no Christmas market this year. Why? There's one in St. Enoch Centre, which I don't understand why we can't have the George Square one then. It's just not a thing. In George Square, by the way, the now is looking pretty woeful. Have yeah. you seen it? It looks a state. That makes no sense when it's an outdoor thing. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh, that they is infuriating. come to a mutual agreement, apparently, and then it's some of the things I'd seen about masks and stuff it's like that. It's about COP26, though, as well, because it's run, it would normally start, like, mid-November, and they're saying they don't want to have the market here whilst COP26 That'll is That'll be why they've done it, then. That's, that's and one they'll of the be disguising why. it as a COVID thing, but surely... Aye, it's 100% because they don't want to attract more people into the town when COP26 is still taking place. And maybe the Christmas markets are saying it's not worth their while to go just in December. You know? I just worry that they're going to take things away because of COVID and then not bring it back. Do you know what I mean? I like, know. or maybe we won't do the Christmas market next year because it's going to cost too much money when it's actually like a pure important thing. It's pure important. And the thing is as well, I want to be able to bring my kids into the city and be like, by, by the way, you don't always just see fields and fields where, uh-huh. where we live. Mm-hmm. Like there's actually a whole infrastructure and this is what the city looks like and actually show them. But they've seen more of other places recently down south Dubai yeah, than they have of yeah. Glasgow because you're scared to move I know I'm expecting other I didn't know about that that's really disappointing but I'm hoping everything's going to be uh, like quite normal I'm hoping Silverburn are going to bring up a Christmas market see if they, they do it's up it's up it's up, it's up. tree is up I asked last night on my Instagram who when you were putting up your Christmas decorations there is so many people with their Christmas decorations up I nearly put mine up yesterday, but no. but Fraser was going mental because he said he felt that the walls were coming in on him. I've told you this before, eh? Yeah. yeah. See, because I go ridiculous like, with too much decoration, right? Which, actually, in the big scheme of things, I don't think it's too much, is it? No. No, no it's fine. All. Even the, well, the Halloween stuff, there's stuff like dangling through the ceiling and all that. But he was like, I just feel that like the walls are coming in on me. There's just stuff everywhere. Ashlyn will be funny. I'm actually feeling like... <laughs> But that's how it's supposed to feel cosy and like yeah. a big hug. Yes, exactly that. So yeah, I nearly took my stuff down yesterday and then put it up my Christmas tree. But it was like, nah, let's just take, leave it a week. Yeah, so I think I'm going for break. next week. You know, also, there's still bonfire night. Yeah, still going to be fireworks true. on Friday. I feel like that event gets overlooked and it's like one of my favourite nights. Like we're going to a fireworks display and I'm pure looking forward Are to it. Yeah, I uh-huh. cancelled. No, it's so, so good. Like kids absolutely love fireworks. Yeah. It's a big, I like, I think, Bonfire night should be a big thing. Willis is not a fan of even loud music in the car. She sits with her hands over her ears. Plus, we had them going off last night at hours and it was wild. It was like way into half ten. Like wild. Yeah, but did you see they put a new law out now? We couldn't see them. Oh, I, don't you know they, see I don't know where they were doing them and they must have been doing them like hidden away. Oh, that's annoying. You don't even Which get the benefit of seeing Exactly. <laughs> But I'm always worried about the dog. I know. That's oh, yeah. The only oh, thing. God, yeah. What, um, what do you do with the dogs? You have to like drug them? No, put the music up loud or the telly up loud. And yeah. it just, generally speaking, like our houses are quite good, as in like they'll keep the sound out so long as you've got yeah. something busy going on in your own house. Yeah. As long as you've got like, a, I don't know, like the radio on in the kitchen, telly's on in the rooms, you're usually fine. Do you not normally give them like a wee thing that like knocks them out? No. Is that not normal? Uh, yeah, you can. You can, I you can ever get did a, that. You can get us said that they've ever Yeah, you can give them like a wee cam. If they have a real bad, I don't know if they have panic attacks or whatever. Because some dogs can actually send them into like seizures and all that. Yeah. It's pretty scary. One year we had them going off like quite close to us actually. And Mika was actually up on Chris's lap. That's a shame. She was petrified. Aww. And it's fun. Like this is a thing Like we're not saying that you can't have fireworks, but it is like something to consider that if you've got 
neighbours with dogs like please let them know or at least they're just yeah. saying I'm planning to put them off for an hour you might want to turn your tellies up just so yeah. the dog doesn't get upset or go out for a bit I know yeah or I had to take them out for a while we actually went last year to like uh like basically like uphill right and parked up the car and looked out and we're like oh my god so nice it's like a cityscape we can see them all and whatever so basically just like piggybacked on everyone else's fireworks and I was like this is so lovely and we were like toasting me marshmallows and all that and it was dead tranquil and quaint and I swear to god within five minutes of us just before we left actually um this mob of cars came up and it was all young ones and they were literally taking it out like I don't even know. As if they had like guns in the car. They loaded them all up under their, their arms and they had all these big rockets. Yeah. All this ammo, basically. Oh, God. Um, and I was like, oh. And they started lighting them in the car park. I was like, oh, God, we better get out of here. And I swear to God, as I left, one flew over my car. I that am not so joking. Dodgy. It was like 18 year olds that were all putting them off. That does freak me out, though. Like, I don't know if I've said this before, but a couple of years ago, for the first time ever, we had like a wee fireworks thing in my house and we had like my family up. We had the barbecue, which my dad always thought was pure funny because they're like, why are you having a barbecue in November? But we just put the barbecue in and we made like hot dogs, like posh dogs. Oh my oh, God. Great. And we all sat out the back and we got fireworks and my brother set them off. And that was the first time we'd ever done it because all of us are pure shite bags, like scared of actually setting fireworks off. But one of them went up and just like I don't even know if it was in wrong or what was going on but it went up and then it went like face level right past my cousin's face oh god literally would have hit her in the face no never swear to god and then after that I was like probably won't do this again (laughs) just go to like an organised display in future Uh it's so scary they can go so wrong like it does freak me out. Yeah, I've always been freaked out. Just generally, I mean, we got a talk at school when we were younger, and it was talked about fireworks and like how they can go wrong, and people had burns and all that. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, can I actually mention on this podcast? I did say a wee while ago about um, your fire, how you didn't have your fire properly like working, and you turned it off and all uh-huh. that. I remember. And then remember, I told you that I'd seen a thing. I think it was on Wayfair or something, and it was like a a piece of like. Um, stone with a wee groove uh-huh. in it and you put a wee bit of bioethanol gel on it uh-huh. and it's got glass at each side and you light it and it's uh-huh. like a wee tabletop fire thing please no one get them because my cousin works in the fire brigade and she heard that podcast and she's like by the way I don't want to be one of these people it's like oh don't do that right she went, but literally somebody passed away that she had to attend because of one of them because the flame goes so pale that you think that it's gone out so she went to relight it and it burned her full <gasps> arm and she went on fire and she died oh, oh my god. god honestly it's so scary so if anyone's listening that's heard that and considered it please don't get one because when she texted me that I actually could have burst out crying and it was only like last year this happened do you know actually I saw a thing a girl was like Telling warning everyone that she'd followed a hack that she saw where, that. where you soak a sponge in fabric softener and then put it in with your dryer, like put it in your tumble dryer. And it's made to work like a fabric, like a, what do you call them, tumble dryer sheet. Uh-huh. But it went on fire. I mean, <sighs> would you ever do that? I would never. Well, the thing is, if you see things often enough uh-huh, online, people, you go, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, people don't consider it. It's like, I did the whole thing of like washing, um, not what, yeah, like putting the fabric softener in to clean bit and marks off your wall. It was like water and fabric softener, but fabric softener is like so flammable that see if there had been a fire in my house and your walls are like soaked in fabric softener, your flames are going to go up the walls quicker yeah. than they would. Oh, and another thing I heard as well, which is honestly so scary, not heard, I've seen it, it's a video, and it was someone that was taking, you know, the wee Ambipure plugins, uh-huh. yeah. taking them, like taking the wee um, wick out of it. 
So taking it off of the actual plug, taking the wick out it and then filling it with fabric softener no. and water. Oh my God, that is just mental. And then the other one was if you got unstoppables, you know, the wee, uh-huh, the wee beads, uh-huh. melt them down in water and then put them in with water. Just put them in a bag and hang them about. Yeah, right. people people did that. People were, did that. Is that not Second why they fire. brought out? Did they not bring out wax melts that were in that scent? Yeah, because people were burning the the, the unstoppables. Wax, oh my god, I'm sorry, I can't. It's so scary because that's literally like fumes going. It's bad enough candles and all that aren't great for you. Like really, when you think about it, they're meant to be in like well ventilated rooms and all that because yeah. of the emissions. But to actually burn chemicals, chemicals, yeah. Like, what could Cleaning that possibly chemicals? do? Uh-huh, oh what could that be doing to you? Have you ever seen that article that the girl, um, it's always a thing of people do things that they see and then they want everybody to know how bad it is. So it was like all over like the Daily Mail, all that sort of stuff. And it was a girl that followed a hack that she saw where you mix, say it was like Zoflora, a floor cleaner, and then you put in like a bit of bleach, right? And whatever it was that she did, whatever combination she did, it created like chlorine. Are you talking about AJ Pitchard's girlfriend, the dancer that got burned. No, this wasn't like a famous person. Oh. Did she do that as well? She did a TikTok hack and she ended up going up in flames. What? Was that a TikTok hack? I'm sure that was, yeah. No way. Yeah. I, this I, girl I, was I've just like her burn, but I didn't know what it was from. This was just a woman in her house that did it and um, she said as soon as it mixed, as soon as she breathed like the, the fumes from it, she collapsed. It's really, really, it's like um, toxic gas it makes. It's so, oh my it, God. if you use bleach for anything, it's like, that's so, so scary, isn't you it? need to use it exactly how it's supposed it's to be. Used. It's just like the fabric softener thing, like spraying that on your couch. If you do that, then again, that's like a flammable thing that you're spraying all over your couch. Oh my God, that's so scary, isn't it? Oh my God, sack of that, by the way, that's. Wait, give us a rant then. Okay, let's, well, I've got another one written down. It's funny that we started writing notes and now I just have like a pure, a note full of just anger <laughs> in my Didn't phone. Didn't realise how angry What I was. about when someone says, oh, just it's such a triggering sentence. Are you sitting on my phone? See if you're sitting on the couch. Are you sitting on my phone? No. Is that specifically Andy, by the way? Uh-huh. <laughs> I would know if I was sitting on your phone, right? Because I look before I sit down. I'm not sitting on the phone. Can you stand up a minute? Just oh. while I check. No. How annoying Leave Are you alone. sitting on the remote? No, I'm not sitting on anything. I'm sitting on the couch. I would tell if I'm sitting on like a big phone. Oh, it's so annoying. But then you always have to get up and then you're like, see, I'm not sitting on anything. See, Do you have it. that as well? Yes. When somebody's looking for something, yes. are you sitting on it? And oh. it's like, no, I would feel it. Uh-huh. Or you do that, like round you and go, no, I'm not. And they're like, can you just stand up? No. Uh-huh. Leave me. It does my head in. Do you, oh. not, do you not get that, Lauren? I can't say I do. I'll do it next time. So I've never, I've never realised it. Watch, it'll be a trigger now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see another one. I suppose it's not really his fault, right? But one thing that I go, it's cute, but also annoying. Depends, in fact, it depends on the context of this. Fraser will say, why don't you go and like go on with whatever you need to do, whether it's work or like getting a bath last night, for example. And then I go and do that, but then I just hear the commotion oh God, yeah. Yeah. of what's going on. And I'm like, I can't concentrate because I just want to know, I want to just intervene because I could sort out whatever's going on down there in two seconds flat. Yeah. But it's I also need to let you know that this is what I do every day. Uh-huh. So you need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I get that with Marcus specifically. He's such a mummy's boy. All you can hear is him going, I want mum, I want mum the whole time. And you think, oh. It's not even worth me being up here because I just feel like I'm sitting up here filled with anxiety because I can hear him shouting on yeah, me. Yeah. And he's getting pure worked up and he's not enjoying himself. So I might as well just go and get him. 
Yeah. So frustrating. Because you're not enjoying yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is me last night. Charlie literally came in the bath and or in the bathroom rather and sat and spoke to me. I was like, this was meant to be the relaxing bath where I can just zone out for a bit. Yeah. Does he do the same? Happening. It's just like pointless questions. All of will come mm-hmm. in and go, You having a bath? Yeah. Yep. Charlie goes like what does it feel like? I went, it feels like a bath. Can I feel it? Yeah. Could strips I come in? off. Oh, see so when they strip off. I was off. like, Charlie, no, like I'm in here. And I was like, there's no room for you in here. Like I am maxed out the capacity <laughs> of this bath. There's no way you're fitting in. And then he went, there's a wee space there where my feet were parted. Oh. I was like, no, you're not getting in with me. There is simply not enough space. Next minute he tries to come in and he did come in and he sat behind me. Honestly, I think my kids sat, sat behind me. Uh-huh. Like as if you're on like a like water a, flume. Uh-huh, basically <laughs> in a water flume. But do you know what as well? So the other thing, they kids, I swear to God, have seen more of my boobs than what they did when they were breastfeeding. <laughs> I swear. It's like a magnet. As soon as I'm in a bath, they're like, mommy, so, um, and they'll start talking to me. I'm like, what? Like, why? Yeah. You've had all day to talk to me, which you do as well, by the way. But why are you waiting till I'm in here? They can't yeah. see you having any enjoyment. No. <laughs> we don't even, can't. the lock isn't working in our bathroom either. She I cannot get away. I didn't lock mine. That would see there. I would have, but then I would have heard the door getting tried. Yeah, constantly. And then they start going mental. Wait, let me in. I want How to see dare you. you. I want I to know. talk to you. I know. Swatch your big massive boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Oliver still hasn't got like a, that word yet. He still always says, "Is that your bra?" See if I've not even got a bra on. Is that your bra? That's what he calls your boobs. <laughs> your boobs is your bra. Did I tell you when my is nephew was up? Your bra. My nephew was getting fed, and. Oliver said, is he eating your bra? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yes. Sure. Yeah, sure, yeah. So he's doing. Nice. Nice. No problem. We went into um, Tesco and I went up the stairs to get pyjamas, funnily enough. By the way, best jammies ever. They've got so many nice ones. Anyway, Ella was with me and she was like, and she looked over at one section, which was all the women's stuff. And now they've got like tons of bras. And she said that. She went, what are we in here for? Are you just going shopping for bras? <laughs> I thought she was having a joke with me. Oh, like, yeah, actually getting, getting new jammies, hun. Oh, it's, a, it's so funny. Sorry how they say something like that could make you feel embarrassed. Like, you, you getting a bra? Is that you in for your bra, mum? Yeah. <laughs> My kids do that all the time. Not, maybe not Ella, but Charlie certainly does. Like, see if I go to the toilet and he still like, comes in and just looks the other way. Um, he'll normally go, I don't know, we are a poo. <laughs> and I'm like, Charlie, like, I really You can't don't... ask people that. Aha. Uh-huh. In fact, oh my God, please tell me I've got the picture. I don't think I do. But Fraser was away. Obviously, we were away in Dubai. And Fraser went to go to the toilet. And Charlie was like, oh, I want to go to the toilet as well. I went, right, we'll just run after daddy. He's literally just gone in. And um, he must have not seen like, where Fraser had gone. So Charlie they just went into this, this bathroom, this men's toilet. And Fraser was in. <laughs> and it was all cubicles, right? Mm-hmm. There was no like, urinal. And Fra said that he was like doing the toilet and he could just hear like somebody peeing and he said you could just tell it was a wee guy because yeah. obviously they've got like a smaller uh-huh. trickle than they do, right? Like it was gentler. And um, Fra went, Charlie. He just said, I feel like it was him. And he went, who's that? <laughs> and Fra went, it's me. He went, who's me? And Fra went, daddy, the only Scottish guy here. <laughs> okay. Daddy. And he went, Oh, and then Fraser said next minute, Charlie did head under the stall. Oh my god. Like that. Just oh, the fact head under. His head's close to the floor is killing me. I know, me. I know, germs. But then Fraser took a picture and then sent it to me saying, Look who found me. <laughs> it was just Charlie's wee face looking up at him. Oh, are you in this one? Imagine it wasn't him. What are you doing? Daddy? Honestly. So I feel funny. like that is another thing that get like I don't understand the whole urinals thing. Why do they have urinals where they all like expose themselves to each other when they go in the toilet. Is that not really awkward for them? Do they, is there not like an unwritten rule where you have to stand like far away yeah, from each other? Yeah, you don't go right next to somebody, but no. still. 
have is a it not, look. How is that not awkward? Like, see if it was all girls, right? And, and you like don't, like, do. they realise you don't look. But st- it's still awkward. Like, they're still getting out in front of another guy. And and I used the to hand say, has to hold it, so they're shielding it a bit, I suppose. Oh, it's still embarrassing, though. And plus, also, they don't, they don't like, they waistband it. They don't actually, like, take their trousers off and put them to their ankles. Yeah, like, like the kids do yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe boys do that. Charlie doesn't do that anymore, though. But I remember, not. like, sometimes we'd go out, like, during lockdown, and they'd be like, right, just go and pee in that bush. And they would literally unbuckle them, <laughs> pull them right down uh-huh. to the ground. <laughs> so just be this wee le- white legs Marcus, and wee bum. Marcus Pure fought me when we were out. We were at the skate park, and he needed a pee. So I just went round the side, and I was like, it's actually, there's no, nowhere to, like, shield him mm-hmm. but I'll just stand behind him it'll be fine and I'd like undone the top of his trousers and I was like right you can go and he was like no no I want them down <laughs> pulls them right down pulls them right down everyone has oh to see everything that's so funny it's also really cute though I love <laughs> that wee guy pee oh god give us one more rant then has anyone got anything they want to get off their chest do you know what Chris does what Chris grits his teeth when he sleeps and I hate it the noise of it that is horrific makes me feel sick makes me feel sick to the point now where he was like oh dentist says my teeth are quite small and short I'm like well no wonder yeah because number one you fall asleep left right and center spend no time with me no attention for me <laughs> and then you have the cheek to grit your teeth is it anxious Chris is always fucking anxious I know what about. When, I'm, when I'm anxious I grit my teeth and I also like oh my jaw and I wake up in the morning I'm going oh my jaw oh, does he not get me. a sore jaw in the morning then has he ever said that not really, no. He need to get my mouth guard for Christmas. It, he has tried mouth guards and they just he he just cannot sleep. He can't have it in his mouth and fall asleep. You're uncomfortable. And I literally sit there and I'm so sarcastic to a sleeping body and I'm just like, Joy, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, and that's all you just sit and say it. I'm, you want to stop sleeping. that? Oh, so annoying. So rude. I get and that. Andy's just, snoring. Oh. I can't stand yes. snoring. See, even sometimes Andy's snoring is so minuscule but it's enough to keep me awake and it'll just be like every now and then you hear is that his snoring sometimes he does that he, he does like a pure loud snoring as well Wait, he can't sometimes breathe. it's just like a weird every, every like 10 what seconds it's like a weird like this kind of noise oh like i know the, the one like the that, was that was good <laughs> but um i'm I trying to make that. it so that people could actually hear but you'll know if you've got a husband that does noises like, like that throat closing a wee bit almost yeah. i do that when i'm pretending to be asleep sometimes do you mm-hmm. how often do you pretend to be asleep something <laughs> why would you ever need to pull that one out of the bag to get carried up the stair <laughs> when <I'm, laughs> no when i'm in bed <laughs> and i'm like oh yeah that is it's that we know that's exactly what it you're is sleeping? Who are you pretending to? Do the kids come in and you're like that? <laughs> Don't want to have sex with your brother. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I knew what you meant. I didn't want to say because it's just such a. Why would you not want. Like... <laughs> 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 There's some nights we're just not up for it, but don't want to take offence. So it's like. That's a. Can I just say no? No, he goes moody. <laughs> <laughs> That sentence, I don't really have to say to your brother. <laughs> I know, by the way, that's one of the ones I want people to erase from my mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to um, actually... Take, I don't know what's uh, worse if you turned around and said, I want to have sex with your brother. Yeah. Or I don't. I don't know. What's worse than that? I don't know. You tell Just me. Just do what I do. I've got sexomnia. Yeah, you I wake do. Till I actually am sleeping and wake up and go, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? He goes, you started it. 
literally that's what happens I remember that when you, you went through a phase of that when you were younger it's eh? pretty bad by the way sometimes it's like especially bad that's why like, you can't point get where I'm like, honestly I couldn't do a sleepover are you kidding no way <laughs> but I must love you well not all the time I always makes <laughs> wonder what are you dreaming about as hell no by the way well guys stealing my phone apparently and taking the credit cards out of it <laughs> that, was my, that was my dream last night it's almost like I have like you know when they say you can do that sleep paralysis thing where your mind's awake but your body's asleep yes oh, it's the scariest yes. thing ever right because you get that don't you Ellie, I don't, like, I've not had it for years I used to get it when I was hungover yeah oh, it's it basically like you you can be awake but your body doesn't move uh huh it's the scariest thing ever so you'd be lying and you'd be like right I know that I am in my bed but I can't move like I can't fully wake myself up mm-hmm. so you know you're in your bed and you could like hear the telly on and all that and like hear people moving about but you would also see somebody standing at the bottom of your bed like you're part of your mind still dreaming Mm-mm. and then you could hear them like you could in your head you're going I know that this is a dream but it's also absolutely terrifying because you can see like somebody crawling up your bed towards you why does everyone have that though when they have sleep apnea not sleep apnea so that's a different thing sleep um, paralysis. paralysis why does it my mum gets it and she said sometimes when it's so bad she's having such a bad spell of it it'll be like more than one person will come oh it's so scary and there's actually a whole documentary on this oh I couldn't analysing people with sleep paralysis and if it gets so bad it's like eventually the worst stage is when and everyone across the world by the way who haven't conferred with each other say that the worst stage they've had is when it's been three people like three not actual people it's like figures like three shadowy figures is that what you see no like it's it, different every time but I've not had it for years well it's apparently like three shadowy figures and a fourth figure which is bigger and broader but it looks like they're wearing a top hat like <gasps> an actual top hat and every single person's had the same account and said that's when it's been the worst for them oh the most God. fear imagine it's like so why it does make you think what if it's like you're in a different realm realm aha uh-huh. <laughs> Well, it's very, very possible. I mean, it's, yeah. we're, we're also like, we're also, um, we could it's get very, very possible. It's very possible. <laughs> because let's face it, right? Why are we, why are we so, um, why are we so accepting of what the world as it is, right? And the fact that two people put parts together and make another person. I know there's science to back that, but maybe there's just not the science to prove other realms yet. Well, so when, th- when life moves on, because think about it, the cavemen would have been like, what do you mean you can like lift a, piece of material and it'll phone another uh-huh. bit of yeah. material like that's, that's mental like what is internet but what if life moves on and actually we realise there's more than just like this dimension well I saw a thing that's actually blown my mind so it was talking about how see when you were a baby in the womb mm-hmm. right that was all you knew right it was just like this one space you were getting fed you were like just in the womb right and then there was that moment where you were born and then everything was completely different and they were saying that when you die, it's like that's what's happening again. You're just born into something completely different again that you had no idea about. Yeah. Like, how we don't know what's go- what happens when you die. Because we only know what we know. Yeah. We're basically at the moment in the womb stage. Yeah. You don't know or what's coming next. next. Uh huh. But if somebody had said to you, like, in the womb, <laughs> does this make sense? If somebody said to you, like, this is what's coming, you'd be like, what? I thought I was just covered in slime yeah, from my YouTube that. channel or something. <laughs> what's going on it's, here? It's, <laughs> The reason why I say that, by the way, is because Ella's asked me how babies are born and all that and why there's stuff on them. I, I just said it's like slime. Yeah. Slime. Like the slime yeah, from YouTube. Makes sense. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we just need to have a clue what's coming next. So maybe this whole sleep paralysis thing is actually your subconscious actually showing you what else is there. Yeah, or like the two realms crossing over. Yeah. Which is horrible. I don't want to think that there's other, there's ghosties standing at the bottom of my bed that I just can't see them. I know. Maybe just they're not watching me sleep. Yet. No, because they've not brought, they've not brought the hat man yet. 
That's what people call it, the hat man. That makes me feel sick. Actually, I'm terrified of the dark. It makes me feel sick. That's scary. Let us know if anyone else has had sleep paralysis and what you see and if you get it regularly. I used to never get it when I was hungover. And if I was sleeping during the day hungover. But it used to, I, I remember what I used to do is like, you're, you're not able to wake yourself up from it. So you're just lying there scared and you're like, oh my God, I really want to wake up. And I used, the only thing that I used to be able to do was go, mmm, <laughs> I used to make this noise. So see if Andy was near me, he could hear me making that noise, he would wake me up. Oh, good. And I'd be like, oh, thank God. By the way, between you doing that and him was sleepwalking, you uh, didn't have a very good time, did I know, you? Well, that's so weird. When you, I, I think that was all alcohol related. I think it I was going out the weekend and stuff. Do you know, Jack sleepwalked the other night. He does it quite bad, um, but very, very rarely. But when he does do it, it's bad. So he came down the stairs and he was... R- I woke up to him standing right beside me, which is not a nice way to be woken up. He was running back and forward. He went and he was going, help me, mum, please help me. But getting really frustrated, really angry, hitting his arms, hitting his legs. Like we couldn't get any sense out of him. And he hadn't, it was actually Halloween. He hadn't been feeling well. So he went to his bed at like six o'clock or something like that in Halloween. And he was like, he went to touch my curtains, which are like brand new. And they're like off white cream. And I'm like, don't touch my curtains. And he jumped back and then he ran into the living room and he was going, like touching all the pillows on the couch and he was going, I just don't like the feeling. I need to fix it. He then tried to pick up a ornament that I've got on a table, which is glass. And I thought, he's going to pick that up and drop it. So I says, no, no, don't pick that up. So he left it and he was going, but there needs to be pillows on this. And I am so freaked out. Like he's just run. Chris obviously is in a bad mood because he's been woken up. There's another thing that pissed me <laughs> off. <laughs> and um, so I'm standing there dealing with him. Chris is giving it big Zs in the bed. And Jack's just like lapping the living room, like punching pillows and like stroking them and jumping on the couch and then like pulling himself backwards off of it. Like, oh, oh. so, so strange. Like, pulling it was backwards off the couch, literally, like there was like a demon. Like, as if somebody was pulling him up by a thread. No, oh, that's scary. Yeah. No. Like, he was properly like, and then we said to him in the morning, You're right, I had a good sleep. Yeah. Didn't remember a thing. Oh, my Aww. God. Chris used to do this. Awful. Could I you tell you the story, Mum? Nearly, my dad nearly cracked Chris with a baseball bat. You know this, don't you? Mm-hmm. You're what? You're. So Chris used to sleepwalk, based it off the alarm, and was walking around the, the dining, not the dining table, the coffee table in our living room when we were younger. And my dad thought it was someone who'd broken into the house. And he went downstairs with a baseball bat. Oh, God. And my mum was like on his back. And then he looked, as he got closer to the figure, he realised it was obviously smaller. You know, it was, and he said, he, honestly, was it red? He just seen somebody and he went like that and then realised it was somebody wee and put the light on. It was Chris. And he's, Chris kept saying, what is it, Dad? I do this all the time. I do this all the time, Dad. And he's just walking around the table. Yeah, sometimes if you wake Chris up, he starts having a conversation with you and instantly my blood boils. <laughs> like, it's as if like you go like, come on, let's go to bed. And he'll be like, yeah, but anyway, so see when we go to the shops tomorrow and I'm like, don't even fucking talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> just get to your bed. Why does it make it right? Because he's sleeping. Because he's been sleeping and then he very decides he wants to have, have a conversation. <laughs> is it a normal conversation? Is it like an actual, it makes sense? Yeah, it, so you're not just talking shit. It makes sense, sleeping? but I know that he's like, Dreaming. Sleeping and dreaming yeah. and stuff. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, that is but, annoying. No, like that's weird. I definitely do the drunk, drunk sleep talking. Yeah. Where I'm, I don't make any sense. In fact, Fraser used to do it all the time and would say things and I would write it down and see if, like... <laughs> <laughs> he's got one I actually wrote down probably still in my notes <laughs> note freak and it was something like the most beautiful girl I've ever seen oh that's really annoying I remember you saying that it I was like the, Don- the Donald Dewar 
No. Something like that. Whatever it was, it was something really random. Uh-huh. And I was going, is the Donald Jura pub? And is she the most, who's this girl in the pub? I made up this whole thing in my head that was just drivel from sleep talking. Yeah. You could ask me anything when I'm drunk and I'm sleeping and I tell you the truth. Oh, that's scary. Not, not good. Dude, you're just not like with sleepovers. What's nah. that? No, you're not. I'll either tell you the truth or pump you. <laughs> <laughs> don't know which one's gonna happen. wake up halfway through and then say i didn't do this <laughs> no, let's get on here what are you doing <laughs> oh that's so funny anyway this is the most random chat ever As it a little bit of ranting a little bit so of confession random. <laughs> so random but we hope you liked listening and if you did please make sure you give us a five star review you don't even need to write anything just click the five stars it really helps out the pod and if you do like it tell your friends and we will talk to you in the next one bye bye, bye. That's the end of another episode. Thanks very much for listening. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at the Good Motherhood Podcast. If you're listening on Apple, do leave us a review. I hope you've enjoyed listening and we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye. Sponsored by 1010 Podcasts.